Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. All right, thank you very much, Dan. I appreciate it. Uh, we are talking with a, a, a great guest and a great friend, Dr. Jim McKiernan. Uh, Jim is the um, veterinarian. Uh, I, I, I like to call him the nightside pet fat, and I hope you understand that is merely a term of, of great respect, my friend. He's also um, He runs the Great Bay Animal Hospital in Durham, New Hampshire, and I don't know anyone um, who is as... Uh, caring and as concerning about pets uh, and whatever questions you might have bring them on uh, if you're ready round two Jim you ready I'm ready again <laughs> All right, here we go again it's amazing the questions the range of questions we had last hours the cats were ahead with more more cat questions than dog questions which which was really surprises uh, me <laughs> oh I'm good with it I like cats I'm a cat guy so no I understand on. no I get it I'm more of a dog guy but that's I just haven't had exposure to cats let's go to Brad in Boston. Hey, Brad, thank you for holding through the news. Go right ahead. What's your question for Dr. Jim? Hey, you doing? Well, we've got a dog question. Hey, um, all right. <laughs> we've had uh, Dobermans in our family uh, for most of our lives and stuff, and they seem to get around 10 years old, and then they seem to have problems walking. I remember as a kid, my uh, parents would take them to the vets, and we ended up putting them down and stuff. Fast forward to today, we have another Doberman that's coming up to 10 years old, and he's having problems walking. And uh, one morning he got up and he, he was just like flailing. He couldn't walk. So we put him in the blanket, expecting to have to put him down, brought him to the vets. And they had some diagnosis and stuff. But one of the biggest things they said was we could try to just give him, they thought maybe it was just like an inflammation type thing. And we could just give him prednisone to see like the, the easiest thing and then go up from there, whether it was tumors or something else. And the prednisone seemed to work pretty good. He would get up and, and at least be able to walk and stuff. Not great. And once in a while he'd have trouble getting up, but he was a lot better and stuff. The problem that, that we picked up on is that he lost a lot of weight. In January, he was about 100 pounds, and now he's down to like 78, 79 pounds, but he still eats just fine. So I didn't know if this was a problem when Dobermans get around 10 years old or not, if they had some sort of a muscular disease or something in the back there, or if you were aware of anything like that. No. So that's a really good question. It's interesting. Um, you know, Dobermans are not unlike other large breed dogs, whether it be a lab or, you know, other dogs who are prone to issues like that. Dogs who acutely come on when they cannot walk, um, if they splay out like that, oftentimes it can be a disc, like a ruptured disc. Um, and, and that would respond to prednisone, which is what your veterinarian did. Um, but... Uh, what you try to do is you, tr you try to wean them off that prednisone because, again, long-term it has side effects. But right. what we'd like to get them over to would be a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory, like a med called the Rimadil. So the question is, is, it, is, it, is your dog neurological or is your dog, is it an you know, osteoarthritic situation that just Rimadil would help, would be safer long-term? That would be the way I would tackle it. But what I don't like is the fact that there's weight loss because that's, that shouldn't be happening. Now, when a dog doesn't use its legs for a while, 
you can get something called disuse atrophy, but that's that's a lot of weight loss, Brad. I don't, you know, that that concerns me yeah, a little bit. There might be that could be something else going on back there. You know, the diagnostic of choice might be to get a CAT scan done. You're in Boston, you know, Angel Memorial Hospital is one of the best places in the country, um, and it has the ability to to diagnose that for you. Okay, what was the thing you said? You we're getting them off the prednisone. I think that ends, uh, I just ended. Yeah. So what's yeah, it? I mean, said maybe we can try the, Yeah, so what we, if the prednisone works, that's terrific. But long term, I would rather see you, you use something called Remedil or Carprofen. And it's basically like a safe Advil for your dog. I mean, we don't give oh. Advil to dogs, but it's, but it's a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. So hopefully your dog could respond to something like that. But if it's truly a neurological thing going on, like a disc, oftentimes you're going to need prednisone, and you might even need surgery sometimes. But the diagnosis would be with a CAT scan or an MRI. And again, I in your backyard is Angel Memorial, and I would I would consult there. Okay, and a disc wouldn't be like painful. Like if a human has a disc, don't aren't they in a lot of pain and stuff? Because he doesn't really seem to be. Yeah, a pain. yeah, they can be in a lot of pain. Oh. Um, but they also there's there's also something else called a and I'm, I'm, I could this is a pretty complicated one but there's something called an FCE fibrocartilaginous emboli and it's kind of an ischemic episode of where there's less blood going to the disc those dogs are not in pain at all but they just lose the ability to use use the leg but typically we wouldn't use any cortisone with that so there's lots of stuff going on is it arthritis and bone on bone is it a disc that's ruptured is it a tumor that's growing in there. Um, is it there's something called degenerative myelopathy where it's almost like Lou Gehrig's disease? So there's a lot of things, Brad. And I think, again, I go back to just doing it. And it's not anything that's Doberman related. It just happens to be a large oh, okay. thing. Yeah. But I would, I would, you know, I would get over to, do, to um, I'd get over Angel to Memorial. Or, oh, Angel, yeah. All right, yeah. Brad. Best of luck right. with that. Thanks, Thanks, Thank you, you know, very much. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Brad. You're appreciate welcome. Your call. Have a great Thank day. you. 617-254-1030, 888 is the number. We'd like to talk with Dr. Jim McKiernan about any question you might have about one of your pets, um, dog, cat, or whatever. You are more than welcome to join the conversation. Um, the Dobermans you know, do Dan, get what, a bad rap, okay? And you know, um, was, I'm just curious. I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. So can, I, can I tell you something, though? I mean, when I was a kid growing up, there was, and I grew up in Lowell. I remember one of our neighbors had a Doberman, and they were they were really they were protective dogs, right at the time. And in Doberman, you know, what Doberman was Dan. Nope. He was a ta- he was a tax collector in England. Oh. <laughs> so he used to he, he used to go around and collect money from people, and he would have his dog, and that's why they they trim the ears back so that you cannot like grab the dog by the ears to try to protect you know to protect yourself. So really? Doberman was a tax collector, yeah. So the idea of, of 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 trimming these ears back now is 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 just horrible. I don't you know I don't like seeing it. I don't like anything about it. But I got to tell you, these Do- Doberman pinches, they are really nice dogs. They're they're very centered. They're they're nice, and so I I'm a I'm a fan. And well, I have friends of mine who have Doberman, Dobermans, and and they say that they're gentle and and they have all the yes. great attributes. Obviously, they have been used um very effectively in in some urban areas by drug dealers for you know for protection purposes yeah. when you said to yeah. me doberman you're too young to remember this but there was a uh, a series on um a comedy series sergeant bilko and uh, one of the characters in there was a slovenly 
um, you know, private, whose name was Doberman, <laughs> and he was always getting himself in trouble. Now I know. I, I when you said to me, "Oh, do you know who's been named after?" I'm figuring somehow, you know, Private Doberman. No, so okay, a tax collector. <laughs> he was a tax collector. Yeah, but yeah. I'm I like the breed quite a bit. I mean, they do they get heart conditions, um, unfortunately, but for the most part, they're, they're nice dogs. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, that's anything to dispel that, because there are yeah. always is you know the nature versus nurture argument, and I I know my daughter who who loves pets more than anyone I know. She tried to convince me years ago. Doberman's a wonderful dog, and I said, wait a second. So anyway, we'll keep the conversation going here with my friend Dr. Jim yeah. McKeerden on a Friday night, Nightside Pet Vet six one seven two five four ten thirty triple eight nine two nine ten thirty. And again, I'll tell you the easy secret line is six one seven nine three one ten thirty. A Word to the Wise is sufficient. We'll be back on Nightside. we got Rick and Medford, Marjorie and Cambridge. Um, we got a little room for you as well. Join the conversation. Coming back on Nightside. Now back to Dan Ray, live from the Window World Nightside Studios on WBZ News Radio. All right, let's get back to the phone calls with Dr. Jim McKinnon. You know, it's funny, Jim, whenever I have someone on, whether it's um, a, a doctor dealing with medical issues or you dealing with veterinary issues, one of the things that are great about you and the other folks who we have on the program regularly, uh, frankly, uh, is they're very good. They know what they're talking about. But even more importantly than that, they have a great way and they have a great manner. And, and you, again, never disappoint. I just wanted to say thank you for, for uh, all you do for Dan. us tonight. Um, and let's get yeah, I, I, I'll be ahead. honest with you. I do, I do miss being in studio. Well, it is. There's a little bit of a talkover deal, okay? Because when we're in studio, I can read you, you can read me, and all of that. But, yeah, yeah, and we're talking baseball between the uh, between the segments as well. You know, that is very true. That Jim and I have that that in common as well. Love for love for animals, but also a love for baseball. And you got it. Um, the the thing that's great for me though, doing the remote. I say, don't have to do that drive home, particularly on a Friday night. Um, you know, you would come down to Boston. Jim would actually come down to Boston with his beautiful wife, Carla, and they would they'd have a day of it or, or plan something the next day, which is great. Got him down to the big city. Um, but, boy, uh, I, don't, I, I don't mind missing the commute. I commute now. I go downstairs, and by, you know, 1215, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all set. <laughs> Let's get back to the calls. <laughs> Let's go to Rick in Medford. Rick in Medford, you're next on Nice Hour with Dr. Jim. Dr. Jim McKinnon of the Great Bay Animal Hospital in Durham, New Hampshire. Go ahead, Rick. Yes, hi, Dan. Hey, hi, Rick. Dr. Hey, um, the, um, I have a very senior dog. In three months, she'll be 18. Wow. Wow. What breed? What? 18. What breed? What breed? Well, she's a mixed breed. She does have that black tongue, so I guess it's chow and some, I guess there's only, what, three dogs that have that black tongue. All right, so what's, yeah. your, question, what's your question with Dr. Jim? Okay, the, uh, really, what if they can give me on, I believe she's suffering from dementia. Don't we I all? <laughs> dogs also get dementia. That's an you know, question. they do. Um, what are you seeing, Rick? Because there's, is like, what, what we see typically is they're getting lost behind, like, the house behind a chair. They don't come when they're called. They forget commands to a degree. But the biggest thing that I see with dogs with dementia is that they, they tend to roam, especially at night. 
And so you're sleeping and the dog's wandering around the house. Um, a lot of times they'll scratch the floor. Are you seeing any of those things, Dan, uh, Rick? I'll tell you what I see. Um, obviously, we're all close to our pets, but the, the, this has happened within the last year. And a year ago, the vet told me, oh, your dog, your dog has blood work like a six or seven-year-old dog. But anyways, um, yeah, what I see you know, is circles, constant. Yeah. I mean, tremendous energy as far as circling. So just circle, okay. circle, circle. Okay, let's listen to what Dr. Jim has to say. Maybe so, he, got a he has a suggestion. Okay, for so, well, you know, Rick, um, dementia in dog, a cognitive dysfunction, we call it, it's actually uh, like people. It's a shrinking of the brain. It's amyloid deposition, which is what we see quite a bit. My dad, unfortunately, suffered from that quite a bit. Um if you get a dog, and, and really it's a degenerative disease, so the only thing we can do is try to stop the progression. And that's what the meds, and there are meds out there that we use for dogs that are on it. Um, you know, I went to a conference once, and the, uh, the neurologist said that the, the meds for dementia typically last about six months. And he said he wasn't sure whether it was because they only lived another six months or did they really last that long. Right. So, but there, there are meds that we do use for it. But, but interestingly enough, Rick, is that dogs who circle, um, there's two reasons for that. Well, there's three. One could be behavioral, but medical, which is what we got to rule out first. One of them can be a, an ear infection, and they'll, they'll do very tight circles so that the, the ear might hurt. And the other thing you might get, too, which could be, you know, come into play here with an, an 18-year-old dog, is a tumor, unfortunately. So sometimes if, if you have a dog that has a brain tumor, they'll, they'll often head press. They'll, put their, they'll, they'll, they'll push their head against the wall, and then they'll, they'll circle quite a bit. And so could that contribute to a cognitive dysfunction or, or a dementia? Yeah. So, you know, what do you okay. do, Rick, right? With an 18-year-old dog, do you, do, you, do you rush down and get a CAT scan done? Sure. But what do you, sometimes you've got to say to yourself, if I run diagnostics, what am I going to do differently? So, you know, it might be one of those things where you may want to have your vet take a look at it just to rule out, is there an ear infection going on kind of thing. Well, can I tell you something else? She is just about deaf. Okay. Oh, and well, listen, Rick, there yeah. aren't many 18-year-old dogs who, who aren't. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times what, what happens is that they – you know, the, the hearing goes because there's a kind of an arthritic condition with the, the, the small bones in the inner ear. And, the, and so yeah. when they become arthritic and they don't, when, when, they, when sound hits your, your, your eardrum, your tympanic membrane, it vibrates. And then you get these little bones called the mysticincus and stapes. And if, if they don't move, uh, if they stand still, then which happens with age, then they become deaf. So, and the other thing you know, is... She's, I would enjoy has, every week, Rick. Okay. She has forgotten yeah. how to bark. Not that that's a bad thing, but she right. really, really, I think, has forgotten how to bark. Well, Rick, just hang in there. Again, you get, you got a great dog. You've had a great run. And as uh, yeah, Dr. Jim 18, says, that's great. enjoy every day, enjoy every week, okay? But is it, there is a medication that might, you know, I mean, now we, we're, at her age, we're talking maybe months, okay? 
we, yeah, there is a, there is a med sedgeline uh, that you can get, um, but go see your vet and have them have them um, you know have them scripted or he or she scripted out for you. Sure, sure. Okay, Thanks, thank you very have much. Good night. Good luck. Thanks, All Rick. Right. Good luck, Rick. Let's keep rolling here. See if we get a couple. Well, we'll eight, get one more in eight. before the break, so we'll have um, some open lines coming up. Let me go to uh, Margie in Cambridge. Margie, next on Nightside with Doctor Jim, the Nightside Pet Fit. Go ahead, Margie. Hello, hi. I have a Manx cat, um, and she um, she fell out the window when she was like um, maybe less than a year, and so um, she always had a problem with her right leg. Took her to the vet. X-rays show that the right leg is pushed up, and so it's shorter than the long, and she, and you can't touch her on that hip. It's so much, so painful. So someone was telling me to give her um, CBG oil. Can you tell me what I could give her for the pain to get her? Because I know she's uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because cats, we cannot give cats non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like we can dogs. You know, I mentioned earlier tonight a, a med called carprofen, a limadil. It's like a safe Advil for a dog, and you can give it every day with food. We can't do that. What is with it called? Cats. I'm the, sorry. Oh, we can't do that well, with cats. I, we, okay. We, we can't. No. I mean, you know, there is no, you know, tyl- one Tylenol will kill a cat. So we're very mm-hmm. limited in what we can do. However, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned CBD, and CBD is out there. Um, it is something that you can try. Um, there is a, there's a company that we typically use called Elevet and it's E L L E space V E T. The reason why we use them mm-hmm. is because they work closely with, with, with talks, um, and other, I believe Florida state veterinary school, but you can research mm-hmm. it through their website. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, you can try mm-hmm. that. It, it sometimes might be difficult to get that CBD into them. You know, cats are not right. the easiest to pill. Um, but, but mm-hmm. yeah, other than that, me to rub it on your teeth, to rub it on her teeth. Is that, would that be helpful or a dropper? You, it's a dropper, but it's, it's hard, okay. but you can look it up, get on their website and look it okay. up. And, um, you know, if it's something and you can buy it directly, you don't need to buy mm-hmm. it from, okay. from, you can get online and buy it. So yeah, I've tried mm-hmm. it in my own uh, dogs, not, not my cat though. Mm-hmm. I have one, question, one more question. Sure. Um, whenever yeah. she's hungry, she bangs her head against walls. What is that? She bangs her head against the wall. Yes. Yeah, against, against the table leg, against anything. When she's hungry, she bangs her head. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Oh, wow. I, mean, this I, I is think not that's right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Margie, I, I don't know. 
Uh, but she I does. can tell you, it, 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 yeah, she sounds like she's just kind of overstimulated a bit, and she's a little excited, and that's her way of yes of saying to you, uh, open up that open that can of food up, up. ready. Hurry, Hurry up. up. You right. got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate right, thanks, it. Margie. Thank you. You All bet, right. Margie. Okay, bye-bye. That sounds to me. That's a pretty smart cat. <laughs> 617-254-1030, 888 Got a couple of lines. If you want to get in, Dr. Jim McKiernan is my guest, and I'll tell you again, the easiest lines are 617-931-1030. It's funny tonight. All the questions have been cats or dogs. Okay, well, that's, that's great, but if you have another type of pet, you're more than welcome to join the conversation as well. Uh, we got John in Maine. He's coming up on the other side of this news break. Back with Dr. Jim McKiernan, the Nightside Pet Vet. We're lucky to have him, so take advantage of this. This is a free veterinary consultation here on Nightside on a Friday night as we move into the Memorial Day weekend. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. Thank you very much, Dan. Let's get back to the phones. Dr. Jim McKiernan, the Nightside Pet Vet, taking your questions here. We're going to go next to um, John in Maine. John in Maine, welcome. How are you, sir? You're on with Dr. Jim yeah, McKiernan. Hi. Go right ahead. Hi, Dan. Nice, uh, Great show tonight, as usual. Thank you. Uh, let's see. For the doctor, uh, just a question about my elder cat. Um, Another cat he, question. He uh, had a little ear infection, and... He uh, was scratching at, um, you know, under the ear on the side of his, what you call, I guess, a face or whatever. Um, and um, it developed an abscess, so he went to the vet, and the vet put him on a seven-day um, course of antibiotic. And um, uh, that seemed to take care of things. And he had already opened uh, the abscess, so she said that he he'd, he'd uh, because of the scratching at it, uh, had opened it. So it drained and the whole thing, and he was off the anti- he's off the antibiotic for a couple of weeks now. So she said that it will take, you know, a good number of weeks for it to heal. I mean, you know, it's like a skinless area, and it uh, oozes a little bit of fluid. She said that's normal. It would, I would do that. Uh, but uh, let's see. So I picked up some something called Vetrocin, uh, which is a spray-on. Uh, antiseptic um, with a kind of a resin in it. It's like a like one of those like that you'd spray on a kid's uh, cut or whatever for like a plastic band aid, you know. Um, and uh, I'm wondering, is that a good idea to spray on something like that? The vet thought it would be better to just you know let it air dry and keep it clean, soap uh, clean it, and then air dry it and let it heal on its own that way. Um, but what are your thoughts on vetrocin? Um, it seems to be a hypochlorous acid uh, that's the antiseptic, um, and uh, uh, then the uh, resin uh, that's um, a gel, they call it, but it's really like a sticky material yeah. if it gets on his fur. So, um, John, it, it, how big is this lesion? I mean, is it the size of a quarter, or is it the size of a penny? Uh, the size, yeah, about the size of a quarter, I'd say. Okay. And what kind of antibiotics is your kitty on right now? Is it, did they just uh, give an injection? Well, he's or been off it... the antibiotic for a couple of weeks. It's, um, uh, she put her on a seven-day course of uh, uh, Vetroflox, I think it is, or yeah. Veriflox. Yeah, that's a good antibiotic. So you should not need to, you know, I agree with your vet. I, I would rather see you dry, let it dry out, you know? Okay. There's, there's an old adage in veterinary medicine that says if it's, if it's dry, wet it, and if it's wet, dry it. <laughs> so, oh, okay, so if it's wet, don't, don't wet it anymore. 
No, I would rather see have you. I rather see a scab form over that. Once you get that scab, then it's you get the protection. So yeah, I, I, I would. Just, I mean, it, 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 if you're draining any kind of fluid that looks like an infection, that might be green or any bloody tint, blood tinge to it, then nothing. No, that, nothing like that. Would, if at anything, it might be a uh, a light uh, color or a light yellow, um, but no smell to it. Yeah, I think you're on the road to recovery. So I would just let it air out. The problem is, is you know, is, is your cat, is he going to get at it? I mean, he can't be getting uh, at no, it. I know. Okay, so it. here's what I did. Uh, he uh, does not like the uh, cone of shame, as they call it. So um, so <laughs> I found this air, this um, donut uh, at Petco yeah. um, that you can blow up, inflatable, and I put that yeah. on him, and he cannot scratch. It's that back foot that uh, is really powerful that, you know, I had them um, uh, trim his nails, but even at that, that's that back foot that was able to get up there and scratch at that. So that donut, uh, if he's unsupervised, he has it on now, um, uh, but, you know, uh, it keeps it from uh, getting scratched. Other than that, uh, for eating, um, he eats fine with the donut on. It's it's not in the way of anything, eating, drinking, anything like that. Sounds like you're you're in good shape, John. I mean, I would, I would, I agree with you that I would let it dry dry out at this point. Let it. Okay, and is it already to so? I I use um, uh, 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 all um, soap, but it's like a um, very mild uh, soap that's um, you know that you can use on humans use it for you know uh, just a. Yeah, if you have delicate skin or whatever, but uh, I I just take my thumb and I just rub a little on on there and I rinse it off like two or three times a day. Is it better not to do that or? Yeah, I would not. I would just rub the. I would get a little bit of. The only thing I would do would be a little bit of warm water and it and right around the edges. That's all. That's all. Okay, want, and and leave that. The, the uh, leave any wetness or any kind of yellow color or whatever that forms on there. Leave it alone. It's going to dry up, yeah. But again, you know, from my experience, yellow is an inflammation. So a yellow okay. turns green, which is infection. So I'm not convinced that your cat does not need an additional antibiotic. So I okay. would probably talk to your vet about that. There's a there's an injectable form that we give cats. It's labeled. It's a one-time injection that lasts 14 days, so you don't have to do anything. And uh, that's my favorite. Yeah, and it's labeled for skin in cats. It's, it's terrific. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. You may, you may you, you may want to get back in and get get some, get that taken because I don't like yellow. You know. Okay. Very very light uh, light yellow too. Right, well, thank, but, thank you, John. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks, doctor, and and uh, the great show. Thanks. Thank you. John. Okay. Yeah, thank you, John. Have a great night. All right. Let's you know, get Dan, a the, yes, sir. Dan, these these uh, these what he's talking about that little blow up thing they put around the neck. Yeah, the, the pets, the dogs, and the cats—they look like life jackets, life preservers, you yeah. know. Mm-mm. And they—they well, yeah. just—they typically just don't work. So I'm not a huge fan of them. In John's case, it's working, and I would say great job. But it, for the most part, people get them, and they just—they don't work. So. Well, you know, I, I think about those big white cones, and they look so tough on the poor dog. And I think he oh, called—that's what he called the cone of shame. Yeah, I mean, but they're tough on everybody. I mean, they're tough on, you know, people at home because the dogs come by and they take out your leg. But I'll tell you what, Dan, they 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 work, and that's right. the thing. They they work. Let's keep rolling and see if we get one more in here Got before it. the break. 
Uh, going to go to Mike in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mike, welcome. Next on Nice Out with Dr. Jim McKiernan. How you doing? How you doing, doctor? Hey, Mike. Hey, I was Pittsburgh. I was just Pittsburgh. Yes. Yeah, we get we That's have great. we have a, our signal gets into Western Pennsylvania a lot. Mike, have you called before? This your first time? No, I've called before, sir. Oh, you, you go right ahead. You got your own Dr. McKiernan. Go right ahead. What up? What's your question? I, I'm actually just just a sidebar. I'm actually I drive a truck at night, which is how I, I find your station. And uh, I'm, I'm actually up on 80 near Dubois. But uh, here's the thing I got with my dog. Um, we had three dogs. Two of them were the most beautiful dogs in the world. And, and we figured we'd try another one. And, we, and we, we were at camp, and we found a dog that the, that the Amish were giving away, they, a whole litter they were giving away. And he just has not taken to learning anything. He has not really... And he just, he, he seems mean and he barks a lot. <laughs> we, we have, I mean, he just barks at, he barks at us. He is, so he Mike, is it, what, what, what kind of dog is he? And how old is he? And is he's he, a little mutt and he's getting older now. He's starting, he's probably about 10 years old. Okay. And, and I guess my question, sir, is we, we're basically being held hostage by this dog. We, we don't have company over. We go to camp. We don't, we can't have people up because, you know, he's going to act out every time. Wow. And I had heard you say something before. We we just figured we'd chance it this weekend. We're going to have some people over. And is there anything we can do to try to calm him down? I had heard you say something before about CDB. I have never, ever played with anything like that. But is that is that something that's okay for a dog? You know, there there is um... – yeah, we do use it in dogs. It, to me, it's my last line of of what I'm trying to use. In other words, if I'm right. trying to use it for pain, you know, I'm starting off with my my non-steroidals, and then I'm I'm going down the list from my narcotics and the CBDs at the end. Um, does it work? Yeah, it does work. Um, it worked with me. I had a knee procedure done, and it really helped me. So. Um, and, so, and yeah, correct me I, if I'm I think, wrong. When you guys see CBD, Jim, you, you're talking about the the sort of the, the hemp-based, marijuana-based, um, you know, oils that you that you use, right? Yeah, that's correct. And, okay. and where the THC level is less than 0.7, so it's not considered uh, a not, you know, it's not gotcha. considered a no, drug. Yeah, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Go right ahead. Um, but you know, it, it seems to me you need you need some help. So I mean, not you, but I mean, right. you need help with your no, dog. I understand. Um, yeah, so th I would probably get online. I, I would like to see you talk to a veterinary behaviorist. Or, and that, the reason why I say behaviorist and not a dog trainer is that if your dog might need something, a med, to calm down, to take, if there's a lot of anxiety that your dog is suffering from, we have meds that can help. So um, there's, one, there's one or two that we use. I mean, God, you're in, you're in Pittsburgh. Um, we have a lady named Dr. Amy Marder, M-A-R-D-E-R, -E and she's in Lexington, Massachusetts, and she actually does virtual appointments. Like, oh. you can do it online. Yeah. Um, so that would be great. Like, Thanks. Yeah, if you, but if you were to Google, um, you know, American College of Veterinary Behaviorists, I bet you'll find one in your area, and I would, I would contact them. They're busy as hell, but I think it, it sounds to me like your dog has some issues that – 
that that could help. You know, it's I just not got, a, be I just a, got a question, if I can, gentlemen, jump yeah. in here real quickly because maybe I missed it. But at what age did you get this dog as a puppy? We did, sir. Yeah, okay, we, so we you've got him, had as a him now puppy. For, for what nine and a half years, right? Yeah, and has yeah. he always been this cranky? He is. He's yes, he has. He's he's uh, nipped at people. He, we've had service people come into the house, and we have to keep him in separate rooms. And he just barks the whole time wow. that, yeah. that people are around, and he's just well, you know he's waiting to get out when when he's he's waiting at the door when you get home to get out and. It's it's yeah, a little sure. difficult. Yeah, it sure it sure yeah. is. You know, yeah. we're on a break you, you here, mean, and I got I got now uh, I got four callers lined up, so I'm going to try to accommodate all of them, Mike. But I I hope you know if you get a chance, if, if you don't have all the information, give Doctor McKiernan, Jim. Would you take a call from him? Uh, you know, someday yeah. at work, and just give him the name of yes. Amy Martyr or whoever yes. else to help him out. Yes, 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 absolutely. So, so and you know, I feel bad about it because I know you got to go. I know no. I feel bad about it, but it's not like we haven't had success with other. We had a beautiful schnauzer, and we no, had no, a. Great don't blame yourself. Don't blame yourself. You, no, you, got, you got a juvenile you're... delinquent dog here. We got to we got to try to help you out. So, dude, hey, just do me all a right, favor. Thank you very much. And uh, if if you picked up that information, great. If not, give Doctor Jim a call uh, at Great yeah, Bay Mike, Animal it's, Hospital it's great... in Durham, New Hampshire, and he'll help you out. Okay. Thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, that was the most interesting, interesting call of the night. We have four folks lined up, and we're going to try to get them all in, Jim. Uh, we're going to we're going to finish in a sprint here right after this break. Dr. Jim McKinnon is my guest. Now, back to Dan Ray, live from the Window World Nightside Studios on WBZ News Radio. Okay, we've got three callers. We're going to get them all in. Let's go to Carol and Weymouth first. Carol, next on Nightside with Dr. Jim McKinnon. Go right ahead, Carol. Okay, thanks for taking my call. I'll make it quick. Thank you. My um, daughter has a chihuahua uh, who's about 14, 15 years old, and my daughter is also pregnant she, with her first baby due in September, and we're kind of worried about how the chihuahua is going to react to this baby, and do you have any advice That's for a her? Question. I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You know, um, the number one breed of dogs to bite veterinarians, um, it's often listed as a the Chihuahua. Um, yeah. th- that's not to say that, you know, you're going to be in trouble when they have a heavy baby. Um, what, what we worry about is dominance aggression. So if you have a dog yeah. that doesn't like their feet being touched, who growls when it sits on the couch, if you get sit next to it, who tightens up around the food bowl, who comes over to you with it and says, pet me. These are all really dominant things. And dominant aggression can lead to biting and, and such. There's a book that you should get. It's very inexpensive. It's, you can get it on Amazon. It's called Child Proofing Your Dog. And it's a great okay. read. It, it probably will take you 20 minutes to read the entire book, but it's really okay. good. And, and the author is a guy named Kill Commons. So Child Proofing okay. Your Dog by Kill Commons. So, great. But in, in general, a lot of times, you know, the key is, what you want to do is you want to, she needs to include the dog and all the, day, the day-to-day stuff. So yeah. when you go in to change okay. the diaper, the dog goes with you. So okay. it's part of it. And a lot of times dogs will sit outside the bedroom saying, this is mm-hmm. a new family member, and it's, and it's kind of a cool thing. Okay. All right, good. Yeah. That's great. Thank you so Perfect. much. Okay, thank Appreciate you, Carol. Thank Good you. Luck. Bye. Great call. Thank you. Good luck. Let's go to Cynthia in Lynn. Cynthia, you are next on Night Go right ahead. Hello. Hi, Cynthia. Welcome. Cynthia, Cynthia, can you hear us? Um, 
I'm on the Bluetooth in my car, so hold on. Well, let me. I'm going to put you on hold. Do me a favor, Andrew. Put Cynthia on hold. Explain to her what she's got to do, and let's go in the meantime to Marjorie from Taunton. Marjorie, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Thank you, Dan, and thank you for taking my call. You are welcome. You got to the head of the line. Go right ahead. You're on Dr. Jim <laughs> um, uh, I want. I have a, a question for, for the doctor about uh, uh, my cat. Sure. Um, I have two house cats and, and two outdoor cats. And one of my cats, she's approximately 14 years old. Uh, last summer, I put a free, a free collar on her. I don't want to mention the brand name. Um, because once in a while in the cold weather, I wet one of my cats in the house, so I, I didn't want my house cat to catch anything. But anyways, um, the next morning I got up after putting the collar on her, and she was flat on the kitchen floor. I didn't oh know God. what happened to her. I tried to stand her up. She fell. She she was falling. She couldn't walk. I mean, I thought she was, you know, near, near death. And um, I took her to the vet. And um, I took it to several vets, and, um, you know, they did some blood work on her, and uh, her blood was okay. And, um, I mean, she does, she has a kidney problem, but she said that for quite a while. And, so was, uh, was, this, was this flea collar labeled for use in cats? Yes, yes, this was for cats. Okay. And, okay. Um, anyways, uh, she almost died, and she, she also went deaf. And then she looked like she was improving, and then about... So what, um, what's your question, Marjorie, because i got one more I want to get into. Which I'm just wondering what, you know, if he knew what caused that. I was getting answers like no, no, neurologic, or maybe she had a stroke or something like that. There was some kind of ingredient in that collar that almost killed her. So uh, I'm just wondering yeah, if you've heard of that. I, I have not, and that's a very sad story, and I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, I am I am not a huge fan of collars and cats, especially outdoor cats because they can catch them on branches and on whatever. Uh, no, um, this was for I, my indoor cat, my house cat. I put right, on my house yeah, cat. She doesn't yeah, know. Th- yeah, so I I don't know what could have caused it. It sound it, it it very well could have been a reaction to the active ingredient. Um, that was that's why I asked was it labeled for a cat? Oftentimes, yeah, if you contact the the you know the manufacturer of the of the um you know of this collar they'll work with you and 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 they'll you know they'll try to help you so yeah i mean the thing i didn't like to hear was from a a groomer and also from a vet that those collars killed many cats all right i got i got got one more i got to get in marjorie okay okay all right fine thanks thanks so much thanks for the call thank you much let's see if we get cynthia in here cynthia go right ahead uh, good evening. Uh, what a great show tonight. I, Thank you. you got to be quick, I, Cynthia. we only got about a minute or so left. Go ahead. I just wanted to share some information about planetary mouth disease. Oh, Cynthia, your, your connection is horrible here. I'm having a tough time hearing you. Um, my cat has been on death tonight. Um, yeah, Cynthia, we cannot hear you uh, at this point. I don't know what sort of device you're on, but... Uh, All right. Let's try it one more time. I think it's not going to work. Try it one more time. Oh, we got you now. You. Keep going, Cynthia. Um, I want to share some information, if Laura and Salem still listening, about inflammatory bowel disease. Uh, my cat has been on the steroid budesonide for quite a few years now. And during that time, I discovered 
a probiotic, which seems to eliminate all the symptoms of inflammatory bowel his biome. And, you know, she goes through diagnosis. Uh, I, yeah, Cynthia, I unfortunately, uh, I'm sorry, Cynthia, it just isn't working and we're running out of time. Did you say that the, uh, the medication was something called biome? Um, a probiotic called dysbiome is good for inflammatory bowel Okay, good. Well, I appreciate that, Cynthia, but we're, we're flat out of time. Um, again, okay. next time That's we'll okay. get a better connection, I'm sure. Dr. Jim, it was a busy night. Thank you very much. You did two hours. Um, I can't tell you how much I appreciate uh, the kindness that you show to my audience and the, and the, the information that you provide. Thank you so much. Yeah, a lot of, lot of fun, Dan, and um, glad to help. And uh, call anytime. We will always be a pleasure to, uh, to do a little give back. You betcha. You betcha. Um, I'm just going to call you personally after the show to thank you, but I'll thank you publicly, and we'll talk soon. Okay, I'll give you a call. In okay. Minutes. Thank Have you very much. Night. we got the 20th hour of the week coming up right after this, and I've got an interesting topic, and I want to see if you agree or disagree. Coming back on Nightside. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.